Hey guys, welcome to Eureka Conspiracy. I'm Daniel. And I'm Amber. Our podcast will be over conspiracies, cryptozoology, secret societies, spooky things, and much more. So grab a drink and a snack, sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast. Welcome to another episode of Eureka Conspiracy. This week, we're going to be going over mysterious celebrity deaths, many that involved human trafficking, specifically child trafficking. Um, This has always been a conspiracy that people have talked about, and uh, a lot of people just don't want to believe that that type of evil is actually going on and actually exists, and especially the elites. Uh, this is also has to do with the government, so it's the government and Hollywood is what we're including in this. Um, until the actual case of Epstein came up. And once that came up, that kind of blew the lid off a lot of it and showed people that, yes, these type of things actually do go on. They know it goes on in other parts of the world, if they know that. And they never expected anyone back there. Exactly. So... It's kind of sensitive. Viewer discretion advised. We're not going to have a lot of nasty details or anything like that. No. It's mainly just going over the mysterious deaths of the celebrities. Uh, and then, you know, once the whole Epstein case came out, there's the supposed flight logs that we that were supposedly leaked, but we never got an official release from from the government. And we know they have it. Uh, it's rumored that people like Bill Clinton, Bill Gates, Kevin Spacey, and Prince Andrew were all included on the flight log. Uh, Andrew, for sure, we know Andrew was for sure because he even uh, went on, I think it was like 60 minutes, I'm not sure what it was, and he tried to do that interview to try to, um, you know, cover his ass, basically. And it just backfired on him because he looked so nervous and he's like sweating bullets the whole time. Yeah, so that was that was a good one. Um, Epstein's plane was also called the Lolita Express, which is a cop off the word lolly, which is I believe it's like a Japanese word that means young looking. And there was also I think there was also a movie that came out called Lolita where it was about young girls trying to get with older men. And they want them sugar daddy. Why would you pick that as your plane name? So it was pretty much a dead giveaway if anybody was aware of those type of things. And then, of course, we have the Glenn Maxwell trial case that we get basically like no information on. <clears throat> we weren't in the courtroom for that. They didn't say what happened in the court. They just gave us the verdict. You know, we're front row and center for every other court case. But this one, no. But this one, no. Um, and, um, none of their associates have been thrown in jail either, which is, uh, odd in itself that, yeah, that these were supposed to be the only two people involved in this, in in this organization. Find it really hard to believe. So she gave, she gave no names to any of her associates and the government is not going to release the official logs either. Yeah. Don't see that ever happening. Then there was also the case of Janet McCurdy, who starred on iCarly. She released a book called I'm Glad My Mom Died. And it's a memoir about abuse that she faced from her own mother. Uh, Then she also had allegations that she brought against Dan Schneider, Mm -hmm. the creator of a lot of the Nickelodeon shows. And uh, they tried to silence her and offered her $300,000, but she denied it. Um, and there was one thing that kind of blew my mind because they were talking about how, like, they they put the, they over-sexualized these girls and put them in a lot of, like, weird situations and stuff that just don't seem appropriate after knowing, knowing what, you know, knowing what was going on behind the scenes. Um, one of the things is their feet were exposed a lot. Apparently he had a thing for feet. Yeah. But then if you look, 
if you look at the old Nickelodeon symbol, yeah, it was they a have, foot. They have a foot. Well, it was a bunch of different symbols, but their a foot was one of them. The foot was the old one. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that just that just adds more credibility to it, and just makes it a lot weirder. And uh, once these allegations actually got brought up, he uh, he stepped down. Oh really? Yeah. Once this started to come to light, he stepped down, and that was the end of it. It's also rumored that he is actually the father of um, Jamie Lynn Spears' baby. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, when she got pregnant, um, that's when they canceled the show, and it's rumored that he might be the father, mm-hmm. because I don't think they ever released what the father's who the actual father was. Yeah. Um. So, a lot of stories like this coming out. There's always been, you know, some people that pop up every now and then, and they have their allegations and things like that. Um. I think his name is Corey Feldman. He's always in the spotlight, but nobody ever lends credibility to him because he just comes out and says, this is going on, this is going on, never names anybody. He just does it for money and publicity. Publicity. Yeah. So a lot of people don't like him because, I mean, he's just, he's using a real-world situation. Even if that did happen to him, that's that's sad that that happened. But Mm. it's like... If you want some justice, like, let us know who it is. Yeah. Don't just come out and keep saying this is going on. And in my new book, I'll reveal this or, yeah. you know, with, with always the false promises coming up. Um, so why don't more celebrities talk about this or involved in this? And that's probably because of the things that happen to the people who do come out. Um. Either they're blacklisted, discredited, or they're just completely offed. Yeah. Uh, there are some celebrities that are out there that are trying to fight things like this. There was a, a list I've seen. It had a few people on it. One of the most notable was Ashton Kutcher. Mm-hmm. And I actually have uh, audio of it. I'm here today to defend the right to pursue happiness. It's a simple notion, the right to pursue happiness. It's bestowed upon all of us by our Constitution. Every citizen of this country has the right to pursue it. And I believe that it, it, it is incumbent upon us as citizens of this nation, as Americans, to bestow that right upon others, upon each other, and upon the rest of the world. But the right to pursue happiness for so many is stripped away, it's raped, it's abused, it's taken by force, fraud, or coercion, it is sold for the momentary happiness of another. Now this is about the time uh, when I start talking about politics that the internet trolls tell me to stick to my day job. Uh, So I'd like to talk about my day job. My day job is as the chairman and the co-founder of Thorn. We build software to fight human trafficking and the sexual exploitation of children. And that's our core mission. My other day job is that of the father of two, a two-month-old and a two-year-old. And as part of that job that I take very seriously, I believe that it is my effort to defend their right to pursue happiness and to ensure a society and government that defends it as well. As part of my anti-trafficking work, I've met victims in Russia. I've met victims in India. I've met victims that have been trafficked from Mexico, victims in New York and New Jersey and all across our country. I've been on FBI raids where I've seen things that no person should ever see. I've seen video content of a child that's the same age as mine being raped by an American man there was a sex tourist in Cambodia. And this child was so conditioned by her environment that she thought she was engaging in play. I've been on the other end of a phone call from my team asking for my help because we had received a call from the Department of Homeland Security telling us that a seven-year-old girl was being sexually abused and that content was being spread around the dark web 
And she had been being abused, and they'd watched her for three years, and they could not find the perpetrator, asking us for help. We were the last line of defense. An actor and his foundation were the potential last line of defense. That's my day job, and I'm sticking to it. I'd like to tell you a story about a 15-year-old girl in Oakland. We'll call her Amy. Amy met a man online, uh, started talking to him. A short while later, they met in person. Within hours, Amy was abused, raped, and forced into trafficking. She was sold for sex. This isn't an isolated incident. There's not much that's unusual about it. The only unusual thing is that Amy was found and returned to her family within three days using the software that we created, a tool called Spotlight. And in an effort to protect its capacity over time, I won't give much detail about what it does, but it's a tool that can be used by law enforcement to prioritize their caseload. It's a neural net. It gets smarter over time. It gets better, and it gets more efficient as people use it. And it's working. In six months, with 25% of our users reporting, we've identified over 6,000 trafficking victims, 2,000 of which are minors. This tool is in the hands of 4,000 law enforcement officials and 900 agencies. And we're reducing the investigation time by 60%. This tool is effective, it's efficient, it's nimble, it's better, it's smarter. So we'll get into some of the celebrities now. So the most recent was Anne Hinch. Hetch, I think that's how you say her name. Anne Hetch. This is the woman who uh, was on the video where uh, she's getting put, she's getting pushed on the stretcher, and she oh, yeah, pops yeah, out. Yeah, of, yeah. So oh, she, okay, yeah. She's the most recent. So Anne Hetch's car crashed into a house and then burst into flames on August fifth of this year. The LAPD spokeswoman, Officer Eastman, reported that Hetch was the only occupant in the vehicle, but authorities couldn't confirm she was the one driving. How odd. Wait a minute. But she was the only one in the car? Yeah. Said she was the only one in the car, but they didn't confirm if she was the one driving. That's what they said. I don't know why they would add that detail. That doesn't make any sense. If she's the only one, who the fuck is driving the car, Casper? Well, maybe she wasn't in the driver's seat. That's how that makes sense. Well, what did she do? Like, just... Who, where? If somebody was driving it, where are they? Because they do say, they do say, so... Uh, I heard somebody talking about it and said that in one of the angles of the video, it looks like somebody steps out of the vehicle. Oh, really? That I didn't see for myself, but that's what someone said. Um... So, and shortly after the crash, there's a bunch of different angles of her being pushed on a stretcher, and it looks like she's closed up in a body bag, and um, she pops out of the body bag, and they just go ahead and push her into the vehicle. Um, So, the weird thing, though, is that, like, she didn't have, like, a neck brace or you know, like, they had her completely closed up. It looked like she was in a body bag, is what it looked yeah, like. Yeah, like, it, I mean, that was a body bag, because yeah, it was like zipped they, completely up. Yep, and then she just popped out of it, and it looks like they kind of, like, uh, like... They was in a rush to hide her, definitely. Yeah. 100%. I mean, everybody saw that. I mean, that, well, was that video was everywhere. See, I didn't know about it until you showed me, but once I seen it, I was like, everybody's had to have seen the video. So 100% she survived the crash. I mean, it goes without saying. Yeah, they're saying she didn't. I mean, everybody's seen her. How are they going to, I mean, they're just getting sloppy. Yeah, no. so she worked in several dystopian films that strangely parallel our current reality. Prior to her death, Hedge starred in Girl and Room 13. So this is what some people think. Some people think this is the reason they took her out. But I also heard that it's going to be on, um, oh, 
Lifetime, I think is what. It, yeah, it was gonna. It's a Lifetime movie. Oh really? Somebody's like, man, Lifetime ain't trying to expose nothing. No. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's a. It's about a traffic girl. Oh wow. So, um, movie inspired by real life events of human sex trafficking. The distressing film is about a girl named Grace, who is held, who is held captive in a hotel room by her former drug dealer. Her captor tries to break her down by forcing her to to take drugs, drink, and by starving her so that she complies with getting trafficked. But this isn't the only shocking film Hitch has played a role in. In 2008, Anne Hitch played a doctor in a movie called Toxic Skies. As a medical specialist from the Global Health Association, believed to be the fictional version of the World Health Organization, she covers the truth about a viral epidemic that killed people at an alarming speed. In the movie, the president declared a national emergency forcing all Seattle to go under quarantine. And just what was the cause of the mysterious disease that ravaged the immune systems of innocent victims? It was suggested that it was the chemtrails that they were spraying in the air. Hmm. So that's the the plot line of that movie. You know, I feel like most movies, there's a little bit of truth behind that. Oh, yeah, that's a whole, like, symbolism thing, because that's, like, that's where they get their power. Like, if the cabal is real and they do practice magic, that's where they get their power from, by throwing exactly what they're going to do in your face. Mm -hmm. But, and they think that we're just too stupid to not see it. I mean, it's everywhere. Yeah. They put the symbolism everywhere. I mean, once you start seeing those things, you can't stop. Like, it's all over the place. The next person we're going to cover is Anthony Bourdain. So Anthony Bourdain was reported to have committed suicide on June 8, 2018. Bourdain, a popular celebrity chef, TV personality, and author, was greatly admired by millions of Americans. Excuse me. His curiosity and enthusiasm for culture and food masked whatever underlying depression he had resulted in his own demise. Thus, the abrupt and sudden death of Anthony Bourdain surprised many, causing some of his fans to be skeptical of his purported suicide. In May 2018, just one month before his death, Bourdain mysteriously tweeted, let's us quote, let's assume for purpose of discussion that HRC is Satan's consort and each children's and puppies whenever possible. In what way is Mikey Cohen, the president's fixer, not a problem? Unquote. Hmm. A little spooky. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit too much on the nose. Um, he follows up with another tweet shortly after. Quote, and I am in no way an HRC fan. I've been on the receiving end of her operative's wrath, and it ain't fun. Unquote. Three days after Bourdain's death, his friends wrote a touching tribute titled Tony. Simon apparently approached Bourdain to help with the docu-miniseries he calls Treme, a project that investigates the history of the CIA. Once Bourdain caught wind of the project, he eagerly told Simon, I can write that stuff. So he was looking into the CIA. So, another reason... Another reason for them to take him out. Yeah. A Reddit AMA from six years ago only gives credence to Bourdain's probing of the CIA when a user asked, quote, if you could have dinner with any three people alive or dead, who would they be? Bourdain answers with Louise Brooks, Orson Welles, and James Angleton, the former head of the Capitol Intelligence for the CIA. There's a couple of questions I'd like to ask him. They're all dead, unfortunately, unquote. CIA is no stranger to sex crimes. Investigators found one CIA employee was accused of sexually abusing a two-year-old and a six-year-old. If I'd be around somebody like that, I'd go to jail. Throw them in the wood chipper. Another employee resigned after he was accused of purchasing CP. Just say that. You guys should know what that stands for. When a former 
covert CIA intelligence officer went on Reddit's Ask Me Anything. One user asked him, does the CIA use child prostitutes to control assets? No. It's a different word. <laughs> uh, Andrew Bust- Bustamante, the CIA spy, responded, I plead the fifth. The things we use to control assets are unsettling enough without going into detail. So that sounds like uh, sounds like guilt right there to me. Yeah, who the fuck? I mean, it's a simple answer. You're like, yes or no, but instead you're pleading the fifth. Instead of just saying no. It said that... Um, a lot of these secret societies and Hollywood and stuff like that do things like this um, and take pictures of it and all that stuff so they have dirt. So you can't ever speak out on it, and you basically become a puppet. Mm-hmm. I see. I've heard that. I've heard that. Yeah, I mean, go to the cops if you want, but we got dirt on Yeah, it. Yeah, we've got this. So that's a that's, that's just always what I've heard. Now we're going into Avicii. Avicii is the Swedish DJ. His real name is Tim Bergling. Died on the 20th of April, 2018. So the same year as Anthony Bourdain. Near Muscat Omen at the age of 28. No cause of death was immediately given. Like Anthony Bourdain, DJ Avicii was also reported to have died by suicide. Three years prior to his death, Avicii released a music video for a song, For a Better Day. It's a short, beautiful production unveiling the horrors of uh, people who like children. I'll say that. I don't want to say that word. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just say pedo. There we go. Shorten it up. Um, and sex trafficking. I've seen that video, actually. That's the video of... Um, there's like these two vehicles that roll out into the middle of nowhere and they open up the trunk and there's two little kids that get out of it. And there's another vehicle that pulls up and there's a guy standing there in a suit and everything. And it's like they were purchasing them. And then it's like them running through a field. So like, that's what the whole video was about. And a lot of video, like, you know, a lot lot of people don't touch on things like that. Mm -hmm. And like, he was trying to bring this to the light. And yeah. let people know that like things like this do happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the details surrounding Avicii's death start to get weirder when you really look into it. Multiple news reports claim he died in a hotel room, while other sources state he died in the mansion said to be owned by a relative of the Sultan of Omen. Okay. One or the other. I guess you can't look at look at it because it's going to tell you you're going to get two different sources. That's crazy. Yeah, I actually <laughs> didn't even know he died till like 2020. Oh wow! So two years after he died is when I found out. Yeah. Oh, one thing I was going to say about Anthony Bourdain is that um, he he did a lot of traveling, so I'm sure he's he's came across a few things because. Whenever you go to a lot of these other countries, like, you don't even have to seek out kids. Like, people will approach you and offer you kids, especially, like, Americans, because they think, you know, you got money and you're up to some shady stuff, I guess. But, like, I've Probably seen... Probably because that's what they've come across. Right. I've seen people do stings like that, though. Like, they don't have to ask anything. They just I have the seen town. that, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen when they do that, too. Because there is one episode of his... Uh, the it's called like the layover or something. I can't remember what his show was called, but um, he goes to like this restaurant with this guy, and in the background there is one of the CIA's um, or it's the FBI I think that released it. One of the pedophile symbols. It's like a it it's like the swirl symbol. Oh yeah 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 yeah. But he went to that restaurant. And made sure the sh- it was in the shot, just like to show everybody. No, um, but because they use that as like a you can you can get this here. 
Yeah. This is this is where you can purchase. Right, right. I'm sure that's how they what they used it for, but it's like he just wanted to bring this to attention that like you see this, see what's in the background. Mm-hmm. Um so back to Avicii. Um Omen is located in so this is where the the second part. So it's either a hotel. The second room. house he died at. Right, right. That's what I was getting. <laughs> For <at>. the second. <laughs> uh, Oman is located in the Southeast Arabian Peninsula and is a transit country for victims of sex trafficking, primarily from India, the Philippines, Indonesia, Sri Lanka, and Bangladesh. Is it possible that Beachy knew too much about trafficking rings and his desire to expose them was the cause of his death? On April 21st, the Omani police stated that there was no criminal suspicion or evidence of foul play in, for, in, in Avicii's death. On April 26th, his family released an open letter stating that Berling really struggled with the thoughts about meaning, life, happiness. He could, no, he could not go on any longer. But on May 1st, TMZ reported that the cause of death was a suicide due to self-inflicted injuries. Oops, TMZ always slipping up. Stating that he suffered cuts from broken glass along with neck injuries. Mm. And after his death, it emerged that Avicii was working to expose an elite pedo ring. One of his, vi- and then uh, that video started circulating a lot more. That, that video got really popular at the time. Really? Following his death, yeah, because you know this theory came up, and then people were pointing. You to know, this video. you know what's crazy, and what I don't think they quite think of is once somebody hears of a very popular person's death, they start digging into things, and then when you dig into things, you find videos and stuff like this, and you're like, that, like you know, and then they bring them up. I mean, they repost these things. So more people can see. So it's just getting it out there more. I mean, you you see what I'm saying? Yeah, so they're they're not look into exactly. It. So they're not covering their tracks. They're just exposing themselves more. They may have thought they were, but we'll get into a little later how it's it's very <clears throat> odd the similarities between a lot of these deaths. Uh, the next one, this one was heartbreaking for me. Oh, gosh, yeah, it was. One of my top three favorite singers of all time, and this one just crushed me when I heard about it. But our next topic is Chris Cornell. So Cornell was found unconscious by his bodyguard, hanging from the doorknob in the bathroom of his hotel room at the NGM Grand in Detroit. Remember the doorknob? After performing at a show with Soundgarden at the Fox Theater on May 17th, he was lying on the floor with an exercise band around his neck and blood in his mouth. An MGM medic and EMS personnel were unable to revive Cornell. He was pronounced dead by a doctor at 1.30 a.m. Police ruled out homicide by reviewing a hotel surveillance video, which showed nobody entering or exiting the suite after his bodyguard left at around 11.35. How long has he been my bodyguard? I don't know. A lot of people brought up that they speculate that it could have been him because nobody went in and out except for him. That's what I'm saying. Nobody went in or out but him. So they just... Did they ever mention his time of death? No, I don't think they did. I'm sure if I find a detailed coroner's report they might but it looks like he left the room at eleven thirty-five. is what it states yeah and if well if they can figure the time of death of, of chris then yeah then you know they might mean? be able to tie it to that probably but they're not gonna to that look bodyguard into it. of course they're not because it was intentional everybody would be paid off if this if this is real everybody is going to be paid off mm-hmm. nobody's going to come forward they're no. either going to be they're going to be paid off and they're going to be threatened. Uh, the cause of death was determined to be suicide by hanging. After Chris Cornell's tragic death, evidence later emerged that he was working with his best friend, Lincoln Park singer Chester Bennington, to expose an elite pedo ring. Chris and his wife had also set up a charity 
called the Chris and Vicki Cornell Foundation, which works to help victims of child abuse. In 2012, Chris Cornell and his wife created the foundation, and it was very difficult to believe that Chester Bennington wasn't the slightest bit involved in his friend's foundation, considering Bennington's dark past. He most likely assisted Chris Cornell in helping vulnerable children. Mm -hmm. so, and with that, we're going to take a short break and we will be right back. Okay, for this next celebrity, we're going to cover Chester Bennington. So, Chester Bennington was the lead singer of the rock band Linkin Park and was found dead in his L.A. home on the morning of July 20th, 2017. But just two months before his death, Bennington's best friend Chris Cornell died the same day in almost identical fashion. Law enforcement reported that Bennington was found hanging from a door that separated his bedroom from the closet on his best friend's birthday. While Cornell hung from a door separating the bedroom from the bathroom, neither of them left a note. Bennington's music often expressed turmoil, agony, and pain, but it's no secret that his childhood was full of trauma. He blamed his alcohol dependence on being molested by one of his friends from the ages of 7 to 13. I was getting beaten up and being forced to do things I didn't want to do. It destroyed my self-confidence, Bennington said. Is it possible that Bennington could no longer deal with this pain, leading him to commit suicide? An investigator for the local Malibu, a group dedicated to exposing cover-ups and government corruption, had a series of interviews with Bennington's mother, Su Susan EU banks. Quote, I don't believe Chester killed himself. If he did, I am convinced someone coerced him to do it or worse. Unquote. That's coming from his mother. Um, the story surrounding Bennington's death is indeed curious, especially when you're familiar with his with the band's logo. Some people have noticed that Linkin Park's trademark appears to be a broken boy lover symbol. One of the logos pedos use to signal their preference. Really? Yeah, I actually seen a picture of it too. Um, it does. It looks just like it. Really Instead weird. of the swirl, yeah, like the LP, like connects and and forms a triangle, but it's like broken. It doesn't make the full right. the full swirl. Hmm. So maybe that's a little tidbit he hid in there. Yeah. Um, so one of the things that people talk about is how eerily similar, similar that Chester looks like John Podesta, who is one of Hillary Clinton's campaign chairmen. Uh, Podesta is known for his bizarre emails that seemingly use food as code words for something sinister. Another detail that doesn't help Podesta's case is the disappearance of Madeleine McCain. When Scotland Yard released police sketches of the three kidnapping suspects, users were quick to point out that they looked like John Podesta and his brother Tony and Glenn Maxwell. Hmm. So did Chester Bennington have some kind of connection with John Podesta? Maybe he and Cornell knew too much about who was involved in the trafficking rings. We might never know the truth. Actually speculated that uh, Podesta might be his dad. Really? And that that might be the person who who messed with him when he was a kid. Said it was a friend, though. Yeah, but I mean, I think he's just doing that, but to not give away too many details. But Maybe. people point to how closely he looks, and I don't think he ever mentions his real father. You yeah. see him with a guy, but that's a stepdad. Hmm. So he didn't really talk about his, he didn't ever talk about his father. Right. Hmm. There's also a, um, a clip going around. They say it's a clip. I don't know if it's a clip, but I've heard the audio from it. And it's uh, supposedly John Podesta throwing a child in the shower, in a scolding hot shower and screaming at him. 
I don't know if it was a, a boy or a girl, but screaming at them and saying, what do they call me in Washington? Say my nickname, say my nickname. And they just keep saying Skippy, Skippy. And turns out that in Washington, his nickname and what he's known as is Skippy. Not only does the voice sound like him, but according to the people who have seen the actual video, they state that it actually looks like him as well. I would not doubt it. Clintons are tied up in a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. They got, I I think their body count has gotten up to like 57 or something like that. People who are closely related to them dying under mysterious circumstances. Mm. Yep. Strange. Like found hanging from a tree with a shotgun blast in their chest. Yeah, that's weird. And the police stated that he hung himself and shot himself. Excuse me? Another one. Guy shot himself twice. Shot himself in the head twice. That was another one. Excuse me? Oh yeah, they're all ruled a suicide. It's like 57 of them now. People that are closer, have close ties to the Clintons. Like I said, just, I mean, the things that they come up with just don't make no sense. Again, it's that, if if you logically think about something. mm. So, Bennington was found dead at his home in Palos Verdes Estate, California's housekeeper discovered his body at around 9 a.m. July 20th, 2017. Death was, of course, ruled as a suicide. Uh, His bandmate, Mike Shinona, confirmed his death on Twitter, writing, quote, shocked and heartbroken, but it's true. An official statement will come out as soon as we have one, unquote. On July 21st, Brian Elias, Elias, the chief of operations for the Office of the Medical Examiner Coroner, confirmed that a half-empty bottle of alcohol was found at the scene, but no other drugs were present. So, who knows? These may not... I mean, it looks pretty cut and dry. It's pretty obvious that something's not right here. But let's just say that there was no foul play in all these. How do all these people have ties to exposing trafficking or government corruption. Mm-hmm. All of them at least have that in common. Right. So when And you, then well, most of them they all have similar deaths, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like everything is pretty similar, pretty close together. Yeah, that's actually one of the the next thing we're going to get into is remember I said the doorknob earlier. A lot of these celebrities are actually found on a doorknob. So, I mean, that and that in itself makes no sense. I would, I guess I would have to see a sketch of how they were found to understand how that is even possible. Yeah. Uh, but it's almost like that is a, like a trademark of the executioner. Mm-hmm. Oh, another fact that we didn't mention is that Chester was found on Chris Cornell's birthday. I think you did say that. I don't know if I did, but there it is. Yeah, I think you did say that. And those guys were those guys were so talented too. Yeah, they were. Like there's a few people in the world that I believe had superpowers and like Bruce Lee for one, incredible speed. And then Chris Cornell and his octave range. He had a five octave range. Like they said, this dude's lung capacity was just insane and he could just belt out notes like no other. Yeah, like he had he had a superpower. Um, so Anonymous supposedly hacked what did they hack? I guess they hacked like some they oh they they hacked the CIA database apparently. That's what they're claiming. Now we don't know how um, credible anonymous anonymous is. They used to people used to have, really follow them, but I think those, those ones that are 
the mask. Yeah, yeah. They yeah, wear the V for Vendetta mask. Yeah. But a lot of people think that they're just a psyop, and they're just put out there to like to kind of steer you like give you a little bit of truth like give you 10 percent of the truth basically right so you have a little something to go off but they steer you in the wrong direction so you start looking in the wrong place instead of going down the right 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 because i mean how have they not been taken down yet they got a youtube channel and everything else and they're just like you know yeah we're hackers we hacked this and how, how are they still up there people have been taken off of youtube for a lot less yeah oh yeah so they put forth claims um about michael jackson paul walker and other celebrities deaths as per anonymous the death of paul walker paul walker michael jackson avici princess diana kurt cobain chester bennington marilyn monroe and chris cornell were killed as they had information about child trafficking racket and other criminal activities. Their deaths were pretended to be accidents or suicide case as per the hacking group. So that's what they stated. Um, you got something? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> they also posted a video, which was later removed from the internet, as per the video above mentioned dignitaries had it had sensitive information about various criminal activities but were killed by upper echelons of the united states paul walker had information on child trafficking as well as the poison the government gave to the poorest people disguised as medicines dating a 16 year old yeah and later got married i came across i don't know about that one i told her about this earlier i came across that Apparently, his wife, at the time of his death, they had gotten together when she was 16. And his girlfriend before that was also 16. So, and then that, that kind of sucked to hear because I was a little bit of a Paul Walker fan, but I'm sorry, I got to get rid of you then. Yeah, that's just weird. Yeah, it is weird. You'd, I mean, they, they thought it was cool back in the day, I guess, but. We're living in different times. Yeah. I'm not okay with that. I'm not okay with the older man dating my daughter or anything like that. No. no. I'd lose my shit. Yeah, definitely Quick, fast, not. and in a hurry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the CIA claims the recent spat of celebrity suicides all bear the hallmarks of a, of a professional hit job. Designed to silence others from going public with damaging political information. Following the death of CNN reporter Anthony Bourdain, former agent Robert David Steele pointed out that a growing number of whistleblowers have been found inexplicably hanging from doorknobs. Bourdain's suicide followed the death of fashion designer Kate Spade only a few days prior. Like Mr. Bourdain, Spade was also found hanging from a doorknob. Spade and Bourdain both had knowledge of child trafficking operation linked to the Clintons. According to Agent Steele, the circumstances of the death has a significant symbol, meaning that intelligence agencies immediately recognize. Hung on doorknobs means choking for speaking out against the cabal. Sad part about this is that, supposedly this is coming from a CIA agent, and if somebody is high profile as like the Clintons were tied to something like this because there's evidence everywhere that people point out. I mean, from allegations to what's gone on in their organizations, but for some reason, nobody ever brings that up or ties that to them, even though those are owner of those organizations. They just, I don't think they could, they believe a lot of people can handle it is just the way I look at it. Yeah, so they just let them go unpunished. Like somebody that high of power that so many people follow to turn out to be a monster like that, like they say they are. I just, I don't think a lot of people's minds can handle that. Probably not. But then you can also see from like the perspective of 
like people going through like a, a guilt stage of actually liking somebody that does shit like that. You know what I mean? I, what I think it is that, that they're following somebody like that. I think it's then you get a lot of people who have anger issues and want to beat the fuck out of somebody like I mean, that. They, they need to release stuff like that. I mean, all of us conspiracy theorists, we've all seen it. We all seen it and we already know we can't trust the government. And we, we believe a lot of these people are up to things like this. I mean, we can handle it. And I think that's what it is, is they, they, they're scared of losing full control because that's exactly what everybody will question everything they do from then on out. Yeah. If they come out with the truth about anything, they're going to get questioned just like, and then they're going to lose the power. Exactly. You know, I've seen videos of, um, they're bashing, uh, Prince Charles. Oh, no shit. oh, they're at the gates. They're storming at the gates, yelling, we don't want a pedo. Yeah, that's and wild. Is it, is it, this is since the queen has passed? Oh, yeah, her son took over. Yeah. Her son's in charge now. Yeah, King... Uh, Prince Charles, or King Charles, King I guess Charles is what he would be called yeah. now, yeah. Oh, that's the one. See, I don't keep no. up with a bunch of celebrities well, and stuff. But... That was the one that married Diana, that was married to Diana. You know, I looked, I've seen like older videos of them. What in the fuck did she see in his big old Dumbo ass ears? Like, well, I mean, what did she see in his ugly no ass? Idea. And the fact that he treated her like shit. And, and you can see in like some of the videos, like she's super upset about it. And oh, yeah. supposedly right after, I think I want to say. She it was, hated how snooty they say, were and how, right. how much they thought they were better than everybody else. Well, because... I want to say it was like after the, the their second kid. He literally left her right after she had the baby and went and visited the other woman. Yeah, who he's currently married to now. Yes. And a lot of people believe that and that, then that's she one wears, of the reasons they She offer. used to try to match what Princess Diana was would wear, like a lot of her outfits. I don't know if you've ever seen those videos, too. Meghan Markle I got, re- recently did that, too. Yeah. She wore something that Diana had worn before. Yeah. It's, it's I don't know. Very strange to me. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I don't see what she even seen in that dude. I, the way, just the way, I mean, watching some of the videos and stuff and seeing the way that he had treated her was fucking trash. Yeah. Her whole death is a whole another rabbit hole to go down. Oh, definitely. And I think I had kind of gotten stuck on that for a little bit. But I listened to probably about eight hours worth of podcast about her. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a lot to it. She was also trying to fight um, mine companies mm-hmm. that manufacture landmines because she said the only people that really suffer from landmines are the civilians mm-hmm. because after the war is over, those mines are still, still everywhere out, out there. there. Yeah. People are just out there farming and just get legs blown off yeah. and stuff. Yeah, because of the left behind mines. Right. So she was trying to completely do away with them and they knew about that and like she was hated by that group. Yeah. So they believe that's one of the companies that probably helped to facilitate her death along with MI6. So her kids are still living, correct? Yeah. Her kid is Prince Harry. See, I don't keep up with celebrity shit. Harry, and then there's some other one, too. She had two. I can't remember the other guy's name right now, though. Yeah. So there's four. There's, well, there's there's Charles and then Andrew, and they're brothers. Mm -hmm. And then. Her kid, and then she married Charles, had two kids with Charles, Henry, and then the other one. Mm-hmm. So Henry's the one that's like known around here and everything. Mm-hmm. All right, so what we got next? So there is a couple of other celebrities who also had the doorknob death. Uh, Elrin Scott, who I didn't know who that was, is a mm-hmm. former girlfriend of Nate Rothschild. Hmm. And was found <laughs> dead by her assistant at her apartment in the Chelsea neighborhood of Manhattan on March 17, 2014. The police reported that no note was found and there was no sign of foul play. They always say that. No mm. foul play. No foul play. The New York City chief medical examiner determined Scott's manner and cause of death to be suicide by hanging. She was 49. Was David Cardine who on June 3rd, 2009, at the age of 72, was basically the same in, in the window, hanging from a doorknob. Then we have 
Chester Bennington, Chris Cornell. Um, it was also Robin Williams. On August 11, 2014, Williams died at his home in Paradise City, California. In the initial report released on August 12, the Marion County Sheriff's Office Deputy Coroner stated Williams had hanged after he found had hanged himself after he found hanging from a doorknob with a necktie. That didn't make sense. No, Sorry make about sense that, guys. The final autopsy report released on November 2014 ruled that Williams had committed suicide by hanging himself from the doorknob. Neither alcohol or drugs were involved, while all prescription drugs present in his body were at therapeutic levels, the coroner declared. And then Alexander McQueen was a fashion designer and whose death was announced on the afternoon of February 11, 2010. In the morning, his housekeeper found him hanging from a doorknob at his home in Green State, London, W1. Uh, paramedics were called and they pronounced him dead at the scene. The Metropolitan Police stated that the note was not suspicious, but did not confirm that the death was a suicide. Oh, no. No. Oh, no. Now you want to confirm that it was not potentially a suicide. We also have the Queen of the Netherlands, Sister hung herself from her doorknob, that particular queen stepped down after allegations of having hunts where children were tortured, massacred by her dinner guests. I've heard shit about that. That is fucking weird. But not only do they do it with with children, but they do like adults too. Like, oh yeah. These people are fucked in the head. You know who talked about that? Mm Mm-mm. Um, Mike Tyson talked about that on Joe Rogan's podcast. Really? He said he knows of that being done, that they will take these homeless people, drug them up, say that yeah, they're dead. Yeah, because the thing is, well, who's going to miss them? Because they're homeless, drug addicts, whatever. Yeah. I mean, for fuck's sake, have you seen California? For the most part, <laughs> they, they try to get people, they try to get people who... Uh, who won't be missed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a book actually written about that called The Most Dangerous Game, I think is what it's called. Mm. Uh, there was a book written about it, and, like, so the book was probably put out to try to expose things like this. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you give somebody power, what's one of the things that oh, a lot of people try to do? ego gets they try to flex in it. the way. They want to see what's the worst way they can treat somebody and get away with it or mm-hmm. what's the worst thing they can do and get away with yeah. it and it's like a high to them they they have a power trip off of it definitely so what's one of the i mean you can even see that in like your own jobs yeah you know what so I mean? what's one of the deepest darkest things that a human being could do and that's harming children or killing someone mm-hmm. so if you got all the money to do something like that what makes you think that they wouldn't do that mm-hmm. or try to do that yeah least? They were talking about how uh, there was a guy, uh, one of the Rothschilds. childs, um, he's worth $400 trillion. For what? Like an unfathomable number. And they said, I think it was Sam Tripoli that I was talking about, and he said he is somebody's bitch. Like, <laughs> for us to know about him, he's got to be low on the totem pole. They said, so imagine the people that are above, above him, him and how much they're worth. Yeah. Four hundred trillion dollars. What the fuck even makes you think that much? That is insane. Because clearly they're not important enough for me to. What is that? Four hundred thousand millions. Oh, fucking no. They can make four hundred thousand people millionaires. Where's my fucking money? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. That is just that's an insane amount of money. Like that's more money than you would ever anybody would ever need. Way more. That's crazy. They should do something like that. That people that are like stupid rich like that. Yeah. When they pass, they need to distribute their money. You really fucking think it? Yeah. She could pay off or the America's debt. 
Yeah. He could pay yeah, all that's, Americans that, that was dead. the other question. That why these not? These child people yeah. are so fucking rich. They got that why much money. Why are we still and, in debt? And our, our, our country is exactly. trillions why, of dollars Why are we still in debt? Like, that makes no sense to me. It's because they're the reason. Of course. Why do you think they got so much fucking money? Because they're not paying off what they need to pay off and instead taking it for themselves. Let me stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> we also have Aaron Schwartz, who was found on a doorknob after he hacked into MIT computers and found a huge stash of CP. Michael Hutchkin from the band INSXS was found hanging on a doorknob. So the, the source article states this. How high are these doorknobs? Wouldn't your feet and probably your whole body touch the floor? For Second really? of all, what kind of scarves are these? I don't think I would have any scarf strong enough to do the job. Yeah. Is there some suicide scarf collection out there? I think this trend of hanging oneself on doorknobs with scarves stinks to high heaven. I am having a hard time buying it. Sounds like some sort of calling card from the real killers. One, Phi Beta Loda, one of the experts there, says that cutting off the bloodstream to the brain for 15 seconds causes a loss of consciousness. There are a number of alleged suicides in Europe that appear to be rooted in light strangulation with two fingers first, then hanging of the victim from the doorknob to complete the job. Murder, not suicide. The combination of the doorknob and the scarf appears to be a signature intended to terrorize others who may be thinking about ratting about the elites above them and known to them. So I wonder, like, are they all like the same type of scarf? I don't know. I, not all of them were scarves. I know Chris Cornell and uh one of them well, was Chris a, Cornell for sure was an exercise man. yeah well, that makes me think that may have been his first time killing somebody so he was just like oh that's oh, all he had handy yeah let me just use his exercise man that's really stretchy have you ever tried to stretch an exercise band you stretch it so far eventually the pucker's gonna break yeah and i mean they said Cornell weighed like 180 pounds oh yeah that'll make sense I don't know, maybe he was had the scarf around his neck when he showed up because, you know, a lot of the areas were cold. It could blend in. But, you know, if it's the middle of summer, he can't be walking around with the scarf on. It's going to look shady. Yeah. So yeah. you just got to find something there to do the deed. Sketchy, yeah. sketchy. So our two sources for this one is prepareforchange.net and the other is republicbroadcasting.org. Uh, sorry about the little bit of graphic content. I know I had to say the word suicide a lot. Well, we were new. We we're just going to go ahead and get this one out of the way. Yeah. And it's a little, I know it's a little somber and, you know, we're not as, in, we're not, we don't seem enthusiastic, but we wanted to do this because we're serious about this. one. We're serious about this and we take things like this very seriously. Yeah. Yeah. I don't take lightly to things like this. Yeah, and we just we kind of want to get the word out there and get more people to think and to look into look into some of the things that are going on because it's all been s just swept under the rug, you know. Mm -hmm. Now Epstein's dead and Ghislaine is locked up, so everybody's like, "Don't for? worry about the boogeyman." I think she got twenty years, okay. which is probably gonna be the rest of her life because I'm sure she's got to be like fifty or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it was like twenty years. Something like that. So yeah, I get. I, oh, why couldn't they take her out like they took Epstein out? Because they probably thought Epstein was going to rat. There's a lot of people that say well, that's his fucking business. Why would he rat on himself? There's a lot of people that say he was just a patsy, and he went around bragging too much because he thought he was hot shit. But he's got a lot of people over him. Yeah. Not that he was the big man, yeah, but boss, that he was one of the low men. Boss. Yeah. Like he was one of the middlemen, basically. Yeah. I that mean. just had a loud mouth. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure that's what it was, is they thought he, they were worried about him ratting on them. And, and those poor girls that actually, you know, that came out and spoke out against it. Yeah. 
the first girls were actually turned away and because the police were on the payroll yeah it was until it made national headlines to where people started listening to them mm -hmm. so again sorry about all the triggers sorry about all the content that we went over we just wanted to put this one on the radar for you guys and uh we'll be back to our old selves next week with a mm -hmm. new topic so thank you guys for tuning in and listening and we'll see y'all next week bye